All right, y'all, I promised I was trying to get better into these things, but let me be completely transparent here. Reflection is so beautiful. I did my first interview ever with a big celebrity A-lister, Jack Harlow, a little bit over a year ago, right before the pandemic started. Literally, after this day, the pandemic started. And um, it had me thinking at the time, I was like, damn, I really flopped this interview. It was just about five minutes long. I'm never going to put this out because I was so embarrassed. Yeah, like super embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, I look bad or whatever, X, Y, and Z. My questions weren't that good. But honestly, reflection is powerful and your mind really loves to play tricks on you. So I thought it was kind of cute to put out the interview on YouTube since he was trending with Sweetie. And it kind of, you know, gave me the time to reflect on my journey as well as Jack Harlow's journey because what's popping got popping after that interview and to see his growth is great and then to reflect on my growth is also a beautiful thing so i hope you guys enjoy this interview as always feedback is always loved and welcomed let's step into it it's transparent julie on taste and i have future hip-hop with me jack harlow i like that title thank you you're welcome you wear it very nicely by the way you know, that. you're a Pisces and I'm a Capricorn, so we're like basically a match made in heaven. So you know it's good vibes. Is that so? Yeah. I had no idea. You have to look it up. I'm glad to know. The pattern app. Okay. <laughs> then me and you have a lot in common more than you may think. Tell I me. I know that your family owned the business, right? Yes. My family as well. Do you ever feel pressured of this, like, staying in the family business and just not, let's say, as a per Wow. Instead of, like, let's say, pursuing your artistic career. Wow, wow. Never been asked that. That's a great question. Thank you. Um, well, you know, I used to work at my family's business. So I put in some hours, but nah, I knew I wanted to do this. I didn't feel no pressure. And I didn't receive any pressure, so mm. I was all right. They were like, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. They, they wanted me to go to college, but <laughs> wanted to do this. What you said in your song was a bad investment, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know also, like, your style has definitely progressed since, like, let's say, Confetti. Wow. Um, even before that, 18. Wow. Um, but let's say from Confetti with producing with Judson and now the Roaring Twenties, what can you say about your artist development and your style? Hmm. Um, you know, I think the main thing that changed is when I was younger, I was really trying to write for myself and show people how different I was and how much I could rap and like, look, this is what I am. And I think what I learned is I wanted to perform in front of crowds and write lyrics that people would sing back to me. And so I started writing in a style that I think was more universal and could appeal to more people as opposed to just getting my shit off and showing how it was like, I didn't want to sacrifice who I was, but let me make something that a room full of people could sing back to me or a club full of people would want to yell. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't just about me, it was about the, making the world sing a song. So that's probably the biggest difference in my writing style now is I just, I write songs that appeal to more than just myself. That's super interesting that you say that because I feel like at one point you had um, a certain type of audience that was into like the melodic side of you, right? Mm -hmm. And like now you're transitioning to more of a, what do you say, is a club scene or um, a more of a hype scene? 
I don't know if you could put it into a scene. I, one thing I always try to get off is just my versatility mm -hmm. because I'm into those melodies, but I'm also into rapping. So I think the fans that really appreciate me are the ones that are like, I like both sides. Because yeah. there's always going to be some people that are like, I like when he raps. And then there's some people that like, there's a lot of girls that really don't want to hear all that rapping and they want to hear the more melodic stuff. But yeah. I have a big group that be at my shows that are rapping with me and singing with me. So. Yeah, I feel like you can see the range in Confetti. Like, definitely. You definitely can see the range in that. But Thank you. for your new project, can we experience that range? Hell like, yeah. What should we be It's almost, it's, it's like the range, but even better. Wow. There's a lot of melody, there's a lot of raps, but it's like a perfect blend. So I'm excited about it. When you talk about like your music and this progression and just kind of like the highs and lows of life, how has that affected your music? Now I feel like you've been, we've watched you grow, like yeah. within age as well, within like wisdom. Yeah, I mean, experiences write the best music. I, I write the worst songs when I go in the studio and I'm like, let me just write a song to write a song. Mm -hmm. When I'm in there and I'm uh, upset about something or I'm excited about something and I really feel good, that's when the best stuff comes out because it's driven by real emotion mm -hmm. as opposed to, oh, let me record to record. That's always uninspired. Mm, so how do you push through those lows? Oh, I mean, music's a good way to do it. Mm. I don't even know if I can push through them. You just endure them. But music is going to produce some good songs. Like, your best songs a lot of times come from those lows or anger or just more negative emotions because that's what a huge chunk of the world is feeling all the time. A lot of people are unhappy, so... If you can narrate that for them, they feel a little less alone. Who has, like, what sound has been, like, inspiring you now? I've been listening to a lot of 70s music lately, which is kind of uncharacteristic for me, but I'm trying to just, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to just go outside the box, uh, inspire myself, so. A lot of, like, Hall & Notes, Fleetwood Mac, like, some of the melodic stuff from the 70s, and the songwriting, like, they would write about stories. They would talk about things, and that makes me want to write, so. It's just inspiring, period. So when you win a Grammy, will you come back to my show? Uh, yeah. I'll bring it with me. All right, thank you. I'm super humbled. Yeah. And now you have it. Giancarlo on Taste. That was easy. Thanks. All right, hopefully you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed kind of giving you a piece of my journey. Again, you can always follow me on everything at Don Jalissa. That's D-O-N-Y-U-L-I-S-S-A. If you want to see the visuals of these interviews, you can easily subscribe to my YouTube channel. Like, comment, but please subscribe at Transparent Yuli. That's Y-U-L-I. And thank you so much for your love, your energy, your transparency, all of it. You can catch me Monday through Friday on Dash Radio. The channel is Taste, 12 p.m. on the East Coast, 9 a.m. on the West Coast. And honestly, I've been vibing with you guys, and I'm going to be a little bit more consistent with uploading audio. I forgot how fun this was. Damn, always a good time to be chit-chatting with you. All right, so check me out, hit me up, all of it. Sending you an abundance of everything you may need, especially love, peace, and transparency.